0: Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, circle of family, circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore worthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit on Your Community Radio. WDBX 91.1 FM Community Radio for Southern Illinois We've got some news and happenings and holidays to share today We will get to a little bit of music and then we will be right back with the news We are back, and I believe we have a special guest with us on the line. Can you hear us or? Believe we've got. I can barely hear you. Okay, let me adjust that then. Uh, can you hear me a little better now? Yep. Okay.
1: All right. We got you. <laughs> I'm just out of town for a training, and it starts at ten. But I can call in and be a little late for the training.
0: Yeah, um, sounds good.
1: We get to talk more about how the world is heating um, up because we're polluting, right? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get into the first day of spring coming up on Monday. But carbon dioxide is rising at a record rate. The main driver of climate change is, well, it's us, but carbon dioxide. Yeah. So the fact that it's raising at rates unseen in the instrumental record and likely much longer than that, is cause for alarm. Yet here we are, for the second year in a row, carbon dioxide concentrated as measured at the Mauna Loa Observatory rose at a record fast clip. According to new data released by the Environmental System Research Laboratory, The annual growth of three parts per million in 2016 is slightly, slightest shade below the jump in 2015 of three parts per million. Regardless, both years mark the first time carbon dioxide has risen more than three parts per million in a single year in the 59 years of data monitoring. Quote, the rate of carbon dioxide growth over the last decade is a hundred to two hundred times faster than what the earth experienced during the transition from the last ice age. This is a real shock to the environment, says Peter Tanz, an atmospheric scientist, said in a press release.
0: Yeah, and part of the concern of this for people who aren't uh, math people out there is that it's the, the rate is setting records now. It's not just that we've increased to a higher amount of CO2, it's that the rate of increase is so high.
1: Well, I mean, 100 to 200 times faster is a little bit higher.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know that us humans, you know, a scale of decades may seem like a long time, but in geologic terms, for the atmosphere to change that much in a matter of decades is very shocking. So, let's see. Well,
1: go for it. In other extreme weather news...
0: Yeah, other extreme weather news... Europe faces annual extreme coastal floods in the future. The kinds of extreme coastal flooding events that today hit parts of Europe roughly once every hundred years could happen annually by the end of the century, as the climate continues to change, a new study suggests. Such rare catastrophic events, which most of us have not experienced become a part of most Europeans lives study leader uh, Michaelis Vustukas a coastal oceanographer at the Joint Research Center of the European Commission said in an email the analysis detailed in the the journal Earth's Future is the first to take into account not only sea level rise due to warming temperatures but also the impacts of climate change on storm surge and wave activity when estimating future flood risks because, you know, in reality, those things happen, so you've got to try to find ways to model for them. Those two factors have played a key role in the worst flooding disasters and so are important to consider because, quote, it's always the extreme events that are important in terms of impacts since they are explosive and unpredictable.
1: Well, like we've talked about in past um, shows, we are becoming... Uh society of enjoying the extremes, right? Mm-hmm. Extreme sports, extreme everything to the extreme, right?
0: Yeah, extreme so, climates.
1: Yeah, so that means we're like ready for it. <laughs> Are we ready for an extreme climate?
0: <laughs> well, we may think we're ready. I think we're finding out we're not as ready as we thought we were.
1: Native Americans march on Washington for their rights. Native Americans marched on Washington for their rights, civil, treaty, and human. Led in part by the Staining, Sioux, Staining Rock Sioux Tribe, the Native Nation Rise March with the latest mobilization in the years-long battle against the Dakota Access Pipeline. Braving a slurry of wet snow, thousands of indigenous people and their ally, allies marched from Union Station to the White House. They made one notable detour to the Trump International Hotel where they erected a teepee and a native woman led a ceremonial round dance. The march was the culmination of four days of demonstration in the nation's capital where tribes have gathered to pray, workshop, and rally for indigenous rights in America. The Sioux say their treaty rights were violated when the U.S. government Neglected to consult with them While considering whether to approve the pipeline A major argument In the tribe's current lawsuit against it Somewhere along the route 16 year old indigenous climate activist Hip hop Activist and all around rock star Um Should I even try to say The name?
0: Yeah go for it
1: It starts with an X though Zihazatl Performed songs he wrote about the no doppel fight, in his own words. But you will not break me. Anything less than grace will not shake me. Break free. I call my drops the front line. Killed the black snake. Bring an end to the pipelines. Now, have you actually heard at all about this in any mainstream news?
0: Not really. I mean, uh, I, I was familiar with it because we had a local version of the march that was a uh, pretty powerful statement from local people, but it, it really, yeah, it didn't really make it as much into the national news, even though it sounds like the one in D.C. was a pretty big deal. Are you still with us, Or? I would have liked to have seen that. Okay.
1: There we go. Are we lost
0: we we'll lost you for a minute, but we've got you back. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just like, I was just saying how I would have liked to seen them erect the teepee and do the dance in front of the hotel. Because um, if anybody's actually seen that on any mainstream news or videos, if they could send that to me, I would be very interested in seeing it. Um, my email is info at yourcommunityspirit.org. org.
0: All right, so let's get into this next news story. Exxon concealed Tillerson's alias emails from New York Climate Fraud Probe. Now, that's a bad sign when they're they're probing to see whether or not you've committed any fraud, and it turns out you've got a bunch of hidden emails that (laughs) you didn't disclose to them.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, if you could go ahead and do this story.
1: It says literally he used an alias email account for eight years to discuss climate change and the risks it posed to the ExxonMobil company business, according to investigators for New York Attorney General. And so this is Rex Tillerson while he was the executive, chief executive of ExxonMobil. Those investigators say the company concealed the shadowed emails despite a 2015 for Tillerson's communication issued as part of a sweeping investigation of the oil giant in connection with possible financial fraud. The Attorney General of New York's office disclosed the existence of the email account assigned to Tillerson on Monday in a letter to Judge Barry Ashreger, which accused Exxon of a failing to turn over all relevant documents Required by the subpoena. Tillerson, whose middle name is Wayne, used an exit on mobile email address under the pseudonym Wayne Tracker from at least 2008 through 2015, investigators say. The company has turned over a handful of emails, but the New York Attorney believe a much larger trope. I'm sorry, I'm like cracking up here. What? Why would anybody make a fake email address at their company? Anyway, okay, quote. Mr. Tillerson used a secondary email address to send and receive materials regarding important matters, including those concerning to the risk management issues related to climate change that are issues of the Office of the Attorney General Investigation, according to the letter. Neither Exxon nor its counsel have ever disclosed that this separate email account was a vehicle for Mr. Phillips' relevant communications at Exxon, and no documents appear to have been collected from this email account, end quote. The accusations come among heated and drawn-out court battles between Exxon and the New York Attorney General and the Massachusetts Attorney General who are both investigating whether the company misled investors for years about the possible impact of climate change on its business. Investigators became suspicious in the last few days that Exxon wasn't telling them everything when they came across a reference to the Wayne Trek email account buried in 60 of the 415,000 documents Exxon has turned over investigators also said 34 other email accounts assigned to top Exxon executives, board members and or their assistants also existed but have not been turned over so <laughs> it's like uh, the top executives had a fake email address
0: yeah, and it's funny that he used his middle name for the fake email address too, you know. It's like I don't know if he thought I'm he was like, being clever or he wanted to get caught or what.
1: Well imagine that they had to willow through four hundred and fifteen thousand documents to find a reference in sixty of the documents about this email address. So Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah, then I'll Now that they've found it, they know to ask for all of the emails associated with that account, and so now he's in trouble. Anything that he thought he was secretly discussing with his colleagues is now going to become public record. All right, so in some other news, Solar Experiment lets neighbors trade energy among themselves. Brooklyn is known the world over for things like small batch and local, like designer clogs, craft bourbon, and artisanal sauerkraut. Now it's trying to add electricity to that list. In a promising experiment in an affluent swath of the borough, dozens of solar panel arrays spread across row house rooftops are wired into a growing network. Called the Brooklyn Microgrid, the project is signing up residents and businesses to a virtual trading platform that will allow energy producers to sell excess electricity credits from their system to buyers in the group, who may live as close as next door. The project's still in its early stages, it has just 50 participants thus far, but its implications could be far-reaching. The idea is to create a kind of virtual peer-to-peer energy trading system built on blockchain, the database technology that underlies cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. The ability to complete secure transactions and create a business based on energy sharing would allow participants to bypass the electric company energy supply and ultimately build a microgrid with energy generation and storage components that could function on their own, even during broad power failures. Community members can work both individually and collectively to help meet demands in an efficient way, said Audrey Ziebelman, who recently resigned as chairwoman of the New York State Public Service Commission which regulates the state's utilities. Quote, It takes a central procurer, in this case historically the utility, out of the mix, she continued, and really sets the market where they're not buying and selling to the utility, but they're identifying each other's needs and willingness to buy and sell. So this is just one of many examples. We just saw another article this morning that was about a different uh, system and a different approach to Creating microgrids and sharing electricity directly among ourselves rather than through the utility.
1: Is it wrong of me that I'm sitting here like instead of being excited about it trying to figure out how they possibly could do this? Yeah. I'm like I'm I'm like this is this is exciting. I mean, I do know that some areas, you know, if you have excess electricity you can gift that. Credit to somebody else. There's a few utilities that allow that, but here they're talking about making their own microgrid. So basically, they are literally independent from the utility.
0: Yeah. Well, and if it goes I well, I know
1: how to do that. But um, it would have to be people who all live close by each other. And um, I mean, we do this for we call it island grid. So, you know, if you have, like, a few houses in one area, you can hook them to each other, and they, you know, share power. Yeah. So, um, that's interesting. I'm going to have to look more into that.
0: Yeah, and it could eventually be a strategy for having local, local power generation that also feeds back into the local neighborhood instead of having this third-party utility uh, having to be the central procurer.
1: today is corn beef and cabbage day can someone tell me why that
0: is <laughs> i bet that's because of the other holiday that's happening today it's st yeah, but day. it's not on our schedule <laughs> yes it is
1: yeah what is it it's a green day do people know
0: what it is yeah i wonder sometimes people in the u.s generally associated with drinking alcohol <laughs> and that's their only knowledge of irish culture But today is a good day to do a little more research into that beyond uh, drinking some Guinness. So it's also Submarine Day. I don't know if it's the hero sandwich or the boat, but (laughs) it's apparently Submarine Day.
1: Saturday is the Goddess of Fertility Day, National Quilting Day, and also Supreme
0: Sacrifice Day. And Sunday is Poultry Day? It says Monday is International Earth Day. I always thought that was in uh, (laughs) April. I thought that was the international one, too, but uh, I guess maybe there's every day that you can celebrate the Earth. (laughs) It's also, ironically, Extraterrestrial (laughs) Abduction Day. (laughs) So you can think fondly of the Earth you used to live on when the aliens come and get you.
1: Coming up is Credit Card Reduction Day. National Agriculture Day And Tea for Two And Wednesday is National Goof-Off Day For many people, every Wednesday is National Goof-Off Day Otherwise known as Hump Day, right?
0: Yeah Let's see, we also have Thursday is... All right, we have Thursday is Malbatos Day, National Chip and Dip Day. Oh, National Puppy Day. That's a fun day to celebrate with puppies. It's also Near Miss Day, which I believe is the day that the uh, giant asteroid uh, missed the Earth. I don't remember what year that was, but... Uh,
1: yeah, why would I remember? It missed
0: us. Yeah, it missed us. So, it was 1989, <laughs> apparently. An asteroid the size of a mountain came within 500,000 miles of collision of Earth. But we survived it, so we hardly remember. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... It is good to think about, though, that, you know, it's good to have agencies that have funding that are looking out for asteroids, just in case another one comes our way.
1: Tonight, in (laughs) happenings, movie and pizza party, Friday, March 17th, at 7 p.m. at Guy House the movie and pizza party happens on the third Friday of each month. A night of movies, pizza, popcorn and more. The movie is free and open to the public. The pizza is available for Guy House members only so become a member.
0: All right. also coming up we have the third annual Girls Rock Gala and we're actually going to have someone on doing Bang 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 to talk about that. But it's coming up on Friday today from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. over at Hanging Island. I'll let you go and talk about the details of that.
1: All right. This year's Girls Rock Gala features a karaoke competition from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. and a silent art and merch option 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Put your money where your favorite karaoke star is. You can vote in each performance with cash while MC Carson Kate levels the competitors with their scattiest. Commentary. You can pre-register yourself or a group. Man, I wish I was in town. That'd be fun to get the group together. Group Karaoke is about the only karaoke I will do. Where you could sponsor a willing Girls Rock volunteer to compete among 12 rockin' performers. Contestants that have drawn the most funds from the audience advance to the next level. The winner performs the finale and receives a special first place prize. Again, karaoke kicks off at 10 p.m. and ends at 2 a.m. And you can stick around for a late night dance party with the Girls Rock volunteers. Girls Rock Carbondale, Girls Rock Gala. Tonight at Hangar 9. If you yeah. show up early, lubricate yourself for the karaoke.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, get ready. Yeah. It's, um, some people need that, what they call it, liquid courage.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a great program that's been going on for a few years now. Like, I've I've always supported it, but especially now that I've got a daughter, you know, it's great to have this avenue through which we're teaching women how to be uh, musicians.
1: I thought you were going to say rock
0: stars. <laughs> rock stars, yeah. <laughs> All right, so coming up, we have the safe monthly member... Uh, meeting is coming up. Southern Illinoisans against fracturing our v- environment. They say that if you like clean water and clean air and clean renewable energy, safe is the place to go. They work to keep the uh, Shawnee Forest region safe from extreme energy extraction. And I'll let <laughs> You
1: can come and join the meeting and see how you can get involved with helping Illinois transition to a clean energy economy. This is like I like to say, coal to soul um bring a chair and a dish to share community potluck afterwards open to all that's saturday one thirty to 3 at 900 douglas street in murfreesboro again that's safe monthly member meeting safe is southern illinoisans against fracturing our environment and then also on saturday in the evening advocacy 101 training in carbondale Saturday, March 18th, at 6 p.m. to 7:30 p.m. at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship. Actions for a Better Tomorrow is hosting an advocacy 101 training with ABT founder and political veteran Georgia Logan. This, this, this. Sorry about that. As a trainer, advocacy 101 training is a get behind the scenes look at how to influence policy as an advocate, learn about the difference between activism and advocacy, how legislation is really made, and how to take better action, including tips on getting letters to the editor published, social media advocacy, preparing for constituent meetings and town halls, and more. focus is on how to influence all levels of government, local, state, and federal. Georgia has been working in politics and policy for nearly 13 years, from grassroots organizing to working and consulting on campaigns. She brings her extensive experience to this interactive training. Again, Advocacy 101 Training, Saturday 6 p.m. at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship. Let's see. New Humanist Forum, Police Community Relations. Sunday, 12 to 1:30 at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship. Carbondale Police Department Community Resources Officer Randy Mathis will present information on the Citizens Police Academy. According to P- Officer Mathis, quote, the purpose of the Citizens Police Academy is to develop positive relations, a better understanding and communication between the police and community. Through education. The goal is to create a growing nucleus of responsible, well-informed citizens who have the potential of influencing public opinions about police practices and services. Citizens will gain an appreciation of the problems and challenges facing law enforcement and have an opportunity to offer comments and ideas regarding solutions. The citizens will also have an opportunity to voice their concerns directly to the police and have a productive dialogue in an informal setting, end quote. The New Humanist Forum is a member-led group devoted to exploring all the many facets of what it truly means to be fully human. To attend or participate, one does not need to be a fellowship member. The whole community is invited to this free event. Again, Sunday at 12, New Humanist Forum Police-Community Relations at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship.
0: All right, and one more event we've got coming up. The Oh, we've got time for two more. Uh, the SI Women's March Exhibition. That's coming up on March 20th through March 30th at the SIU Department of Cinema and Photography. The Art and Activism class of the Department of Cinema and Photography collectively wish to showcase the people and voices of the Southern Illinois Women's March. The exhibition includes photographs, signs and interviews. It's open daily from 9 a.m. to 4.30 and Wednesday until 7 p.m. It's closed for lunchtime from noon to 1 on Monday and Wednesday. Closing reception is Thursday, March 30th, 5 to 7.30. It's free and open to the public.
1: AES Solar Open House and three-chamber ribbon cutting Monday, March 20th 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at 1804 Supply Road, Carterville, Illinois. AES Solar is holding an open house all day, 10 to 6, and a three chamber Carbondale, Carterville, and Marion ribbon cutting at 1220. This event is an opportunity to see working solar systems, see the AES Solar Showroom, win fun door prizes, meet the AES Solar crew, have lunch, and get energized for Solar Now.
0: Oh, For
1: more information, visit com or call 618-988-0888. And if there's a few more things on our calendar, but we are running out of time, if you would like to receive the full newsletter, email us info at yourcommunityspirit.org.
0: All right, then we will see you again here next week on the radio. Thank you for joining us.